Well, once again, we say welcome aboard. It's good to be with you at this time. Brother Mon speaking. Our program here called A Fisherman's Five-Minute Look at the Book. Uh, we began the book of Genesis, Genesis chapter 18, a statement made in verse 14 that I like. And I'm not sure I've been in agreement with it all my life. Uh, as far as the scripture is concerned, you know, I've, I have violated it in the sense I have not had faith to believe it. But it does not change the scripture. Amen. Whether I believe it or not, it's true. And the statement made here that I, my faith, my faith tells me it's true, you know. Genesis chapter 18, verse 14, a statement made there, is anything too hard for the Lord? Of course, the answer there is, say, Brother Mon, you should know. No, well, that is true. But it seems as if there's been places in the Bible where people found themselves in the midst of different kind of hardships, and there was just no way out. But yet God provided a way out. He did so in Genesis chapter 18. The context of the passage there has to do with Abraham was promised by God. He was going to give him a lot of kids. I mean, we think about it like the stars of heaven, like the sand of the seashore. But Abraham, in the passage, he has no children. And he's old and he's wore out and he cannot have any children. But God does the impossible and gives his wife a son. Of course, his name was Isaac. We saw yesterday sort of the same similar situation, Exodus chapter 14. We've got the children of Israel between a rock and a hard place. They have left Egypt under the high hand of God, under the leadership of Moses. They, they get now to a place where they can't, they can't move forward anymore. They've got the mountains on one side and the sea on the other. And they look back, and lo and behold, here comes Pharaoh and all the army. They could see the dust. They see the dust in the air. And uh, they said, would to God would die in Egypt, you know. And they just begin to gripe and complain. What, you know, uh, there, there's just nothing to do. They can't go across the mountain. They don't have any boats to go across the sea. There is just nothing. There's no way out of this unless God was to split the sea in half. Isn't that what he did? He just opened the sea. Today in 1 Samuel chapter 15, a little story that people laugh at, they call it kind of like a Jack and the Beanstalk story, but it's real. In 1 Samuel chapter 17, the story of David and Goliath. Uh, a lot of people make fun, tell that's a little story to tell your kids, you know, and to show you how sometimes the little guy can win over the big guy. Oh, more to it than that. With the story of uh, David now, 1 Samuel chapter 17, we have now the the enemies of God on one side and uh, the children of Israel on the other side. And down in the middle is a valley, and there's this big old giant. And he's there in that valley. He's just a cussing and raising sand. And he's calling the children of Israel every kind of word that you, you know, no way I can describe what he was saying outside. Maybe call them just whole yellow belly and dirty cowards, just a bunch of chickens, a bunch of wimps, you know. And he said, nobody will come out and fight me, you know. And you know what happens? You know the story. Of course, we had David jump to the scene. You said, why was he willing to fight a giant? Because he had already fought giants before in his life. Let me ask you something. Is a man, what's the toughest, a man or a lion? You said, well, I guess a lion could tear a man up. Yes. What's, what's tougher, uh, a man or a bear? You said, well, I guess a bear could do more damage than a man. And so David had already taken care of situations like that. And so as far as this young man is concerned, he takes and uh, goes down to a little brook and picks him out five small stones, and he heads for Goliath. And can you imagine David's brothers? And can you imagine the, 
uh, sort of the atmosphere in that particular area as far as the nation of Israel is concerned. I mean, the, they see young David go out there, and they I can sort of visualize. They close their eyes, and goosebumps are all over their body. What a tragedy, this stupid kid. What is he going to do? Think he's going to kill the giant? What happened? And uh, round and around and around and around, as far as that rock is concerned, round and around. And one little prayer went out in the air. Right between the eyes, the impossible took place. There is no way that that battle could have been won outside that giant died. There is nobody in the camp of Israel that could have fought that giant and won, looking at it from a physical just point of view. But God gave victory in battle. Now, what about you, my friend? You fight a battle? Are there any giants bothering you? Is there anything too hard for the Lord? I'm, I'm glad God brings his people to places of impossibility to prove himself. I'm glad I serve the God of the impossible. And if you know him as Savior, you do also. Now until tomorrow, Fisher Munn saying goodbye.